Hi, this is Carrie Life Art and you are listening to podcast Body is a Temple in this episode. And I am training many younger people than me and they look much older than me. So I know what I'm talking about and I know I'm walking and living proof that this inner beauty and inner youth shines from within and it's not connected with any biohacking tools because it's bio-optimizing your heart and your mind. Hi, this is Kari Life Art and you are listening to Body is a Temple, podcast that will motivate and inspire you to live longer and look younger. Enjoy the show. Hi guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Body is a Temple and today I'm going to talk about my favorite topic which is how to look young, be young and feel young. As always, I'm super excited about what I'm going to talk about and this is a solo episode, I decided to do it in between other amazing guests that I'm planning to have. I don't know if you heard, if you've been listening to previous episode, I was uh, talking that I'm going through some challenging times in my life, exciting but challenging. It's still still under the process. So far, things are looking quite good and I don't want to go into the details of this. Um, I'm really excited to uh, tell you the final outcome of these changes that um, I'm planning to have in my life in probably within a month. I just wanted you to update about this, uh, tell you how I feel and that I am still super excited about this. And even though it is um, making my dream happen, it doesn't mean that, you know, everything is smooth and perfect and there's, you know, glitter from the sky and, and unicorns waking me up and putting a rainbow carpet every day under my bed. No, it will be making my dream happen, but there is always a price to pay for this and I am willing to pay this price. I will need to face one of my biggest fears, even probably maybe two of my biggest fears, let's see. And not everything gonna be, you know, perfect uh, in this transition, but I am focusing on what is the most important for me and what is actually making me happy, not on the small details that will be a part of this, but not the main thing. The main thing will be my dream happening. So I'm super excited about that. So bear with me and listen to my next episodes at the end of the September or beginning of October 2020. And then you will be introduced to what's going on. What is this transition that I am going through. I want to use this opportunity now at the beginning when you are still listening, I hope, to invite you to my website carrylifeart.com. It's K-A-R-I lifeart.com where you can find information about my coaching programs, my online exercise courses, all also uh, discount codes, codes for the products of that I am using and I am recommending and I'm going to talk about them also here in this podcast. And of course, you you will also find there all the other 
episodes of Body is a Temple, you can go through the show notes and through the pictures, which are, I think, also pretty interesting part of uh, each episode. And of course, on the website, you can also support my podcast because at the moment I don't have any sponsors. I am really hoping that I can stay like that. If you are finding value in the topics that I am introducing. And if you are feeling inspired and motivated, please support me. Uh, You can use subscription model or you can donate one time. Or if you don't want to do it financially, just share this episode with someone. Share it with your friends, your family. And that will also help me to grow my audience and make it better and make it nicer to hear and maybe then also find the partners. I'm only introducing you products, ideas or companies that I am using myself personally that I found that they bring value and I can share their true story with you. So I want this podcast to be uh, trustful and I want to be based on support of my audience. Um, That's my plan for this year and for the future. Please support me through sharing or through donation and also through listening. That will also help me and subscribing. I also want to invite you to my social media where you can find me on Instagram and Facebook under kari.life.art. It's also K-A-R-I dot live dot art. So I hope you're going to see me there and you can go over my pictures that are proving that everything that I'm going to talk about in this episode about looking young and feeling young is truth when it comes to my life and all these things that I will um encourage you and invite you to also improve and try in your life are working. Check on me on the social media where you can see me, where you can see my uh, some of the crazy movies, some of less crazy movies. And you can also learn more about me and decide by yourself. Am I convincing? Am I looking young? And am I being young? And by the way, when it comes to youngness, today when I am recording um, this podcast, I am at the moment 38 years young. I'm going to have my birthday in October so within a few months I will be 39 years young and for some people listening that might seem young if you have 60 or 70 years but for others um, that have 20 or even 30 beginning of 30s that might don't seem very young. I don't want to judge it because what does it mean young It's only up to you, only up to your belief systems. Truth is that, yes, our body is getting old and there's nothing wrong about this. This is um, a natural process, but we can have this, you know, young spirit till the end of of our life. And no matter what age our body have, we can still have this open mindset and open thinking joy from the young age. I'm going to talk about mindset a bit later in the podcast. Let's dive into 
point number one I have on my list when it comes to looking young, first of all, and feeling young also. Probably not going to be a surprise for you what I'm going to say about this um, number one point that I have on my list, and that is sleep. I sleep a lot. A lot means eight hours, sometimes seven, sometimes nine, but more or less eight hours. And currently I'm going to sleep around 9, 9.30 p.m. And I'm waking up without any alarm clock around 5, 5.30 a.m. It doesn't mean that you have to do the same. The most important when it comes to sleep is just going to sleep and waking up more or less at the same time. And it, of course, depends on your duties and your responsibilities. As I said, the point I want to make about going to sleep and waking up is that the best if it's always more or less the same time. Half an hour less or more, that's fine, but just don't try to go to sleep one day at midnight and wake up at six and the other day at 11 and then wake up at 10 or, you know, like really have it skyrocket and every day is like super totally different because probably you're going to felt tired all the time during the day and you're going to think like, what's going on? Why are you tired? But I have some more key points when it comes to sleep. So what is also important is to have a proper sleeping conditions, um, make the room dark and quiet. I use also earplugs sometimes and I find it very helpful that because even though where I sleep is actually not loud I feel that they even block even more like a small annoying sounds that might wake me up during the night or even maybe if those sounds are not waking me up but then I hear them like kind of unconsciously and they are disturbing my sleep so I really like to use uh, earplugs unless I am like in really like a countryside super quiet place. It's also nice when you have a little bit lower temperature in your room, lower than the usual that you would have during the day. That also helps um, sleeping better. And one of the things that I am religious about is not using any devices, phones, tablets, computers, TV before going to sleep at least one hour as well not after waking up at least for one hour. I have my phone on the flight mode till 10 a.m. seriously and when it comes to devices also it's good to pay attention uh, if to the electricity in your room. Are there any um, you know, like high electric um, devices next to your bed, something like a Wi-Fi router or a Bluetooth, something that might be having some electromagnetic or electric waves and it's uh, close to your head. So this is also something important. Uh, also, I would recommend not to eat around two hours before going to sleep or not um, drinking anything. As I said, I'm going to sleep now at nine o'clock and my last meal I'm taking at four o'clock. This is where I sleep the best. Sometimes I have trainings before four and seven o'clock and this is the time where I'm not eating this this last meal at four o'clock so I want to eat something at seven and those are not the nights when that those are the nights when I usually have problems with following asleep so I'm trying like to figure out what can I do at this time maybe I will 
switch the meal to the protein shake or some algae and spirulina tablets. Let's let's see. I need to figure it out. Uh, but that might change um, over the next month. So maybe I will not have this issue. But for me personally, I really sleep much better if I don't um, eat or drink for six hours before going to sleep. But even two hour two hours will make a difference because your body will be not focusing on digesting while you're sleeping so much. Something obvious, but not for everybody. Sleep in your pyjama. This is kind of a sleeping ritual. When you're putting your pyjama, your body knows that this is the time to go to sleep. So this is also important to pay attention to sleep in the special clothes. When it comes to coffee, I do drink coffee. I drink it only in the morning because the caffeine stays in your body even up to eight hours. So I would not recommend to um, drink the coffee later in the day because that might interrupt your sleep. If you're feeling tired and you are drinking coffee over a day all the time, that means there's something going on in your body and you should pay attention to, to fix it. And that's totally fine. We are humans. We are making mistakes and we are learning. But just don't ignore it. You should not feel tired, um, you know, if your body is healthy. You should have energy from the moment you're waking up to the moment you're going to sleep. And if it's not so not working, means that there's something uh, worth paying attention to and improve it. And it's your responsibility to do it. No one is living your life. No one's going to tell you what to do. And the same when it comes to energy drinks. This is quite obvious. Also, the, they contain like a caffeine and some other things like guarana. And those things can stay really long in our body. So don't drink the energy drinks in the evening. If you are working out, you can use supplements like pre-workout supplements, but without anything that can stimulate you like caffeine. You can just uh, focus on uh, brain chain amino acids and uh, that will also give you some extra kick for the workout and will not um, cause this uh, sleeping less and problems with sleeping later. And it's really nice to calm your mind before going to sleep. Uh, So for example, listen to some relaxation music, uh, read a book or listen to some audiobook or podcast, but don't choose something that is, you know, full of energy or making you angry. Just you know, just listen to something that will calm you down. I say that your day is not starting when you wake up, but when you're going to sleep. So for me, the evening routine is as much important as morning routine. And the more I pay attention to this, the better I sleep, the more rested I am. And the day after is much better. And it really works. Uh, I know there are days where it's not possible or we just forget about things or we just lazy or we just not paying attention to everything. That's okay. But you know, it doesn't have to be, those days don't have to be every day. It can be once a week or once a month. So that's totally fine. We cannot be on the time in the same routine every day. It's good to kind of break it. But um, notice by yourself, how do you sleep when you put attention to your evening routine? And uh, when you use the steps that I told you, do you sleep better? And how is that your day the day after? And is it worth it to, you know, watch Netflix till midnight and then fall asleep in your jeans and on the couch in front of the TV? So answer this question to yourself by yourself. I'm not going to 
you know, force you to do anything. I can just share my experience and how I feel. And I am practicing this and having the, the age that I have at this moment. I have no health problems. I have no wrinkles on my face, literally. And I have energy during the day all the time. So your decision what you're going to do if you want to listen to my advice or not. And now I want to introduce you to a point number two that is for me very important also when it comes to not only looking young, but even more feeling young and being young. And this is stress. It is a scientific fact that hormones of stress downregulate genes and create diseases long-term effect and the more sick you are the less young you look i'm gonna tell you what i do personally to cope with the stress because stress is inevitable and that's okay life wouldn't be so exciting if we would not have any stressful situation right will be super boring so that's fine to have those stressful situations that's fine to have things that excites you or you know take you out of your routine and um, made you to think in a different way and as i said at the beginning now i'm going through quite stressful and challenging situation but at the same time i know how to cope with them and how not letting the stress to eat me. So number one thing that I'm doing is meditation. Currently, I'm doing two meditations, um, one in the morning. That's one of the first things that I'm doing and the other later into the day. I hope I will put in my routine also a third one in the evening because I'd like to work on my spiritual practice uh, in the next few months a bit more. But uh, let's see how is it going to be. So for sure, it's one meditation in the morning and one um, in the afternoon. For you guys, if you don't meditate, well, you don't have to start meditating two times a day like me. But it's enough just to start once a while, even once every few days. I found meditation very profound for my life. And I cannot imagine my life without meditation This is like a praying. This is like something that makes me feel empowered in wherever is and be here and now be mindful and being okay. Second thing that I would recommend uh, to cope with the stress and what I found as a really, really profound tool when it comes to stress management is cold therapy. And by cold therapy, I mean uh, going to ice cold um, ocean, uh, lake, um, river, or bath where there are ice cubes or a part of ice floating around. Also ice cold plunge. Taking cold showers, that is also a thing. I'm not taking cold showers uh, at the moment myself. That may also change because I will be in the place where I would not have access to cold ocean as I have at the moment. So I feel that I will use the cold showers uh, in this place. But at the moment I am practicing at least once a week or sometimes four times a week and uh, going into some cold exposure and uh, trying to stay as long as possible. And I really love this. Um, I'm currently in Iceland. Well, when I'm going to the cold ocean or cold plunge over here, I, I don't like it. But the feeling after 
and being proud of myself that I've done it is so profound that I'm keep doing this. And if you are thinking about starting cold therapy, I really would recommend to find a certificate coach that will guide you through this process because it's not only about going into the cold, it's how you work with your breath and how you work with your stress when you do it. So this is what the cold therapy is about and the, the, the coaches can guide you really through this process and teach you how to do it so you will not freak out when you go to this super cold water. Cold therapy for me is a um, game-changing tool when it comes to coping with stress and also when it comes to health itself because since I started to practice this, I haven't been sick really literally uh, since I started to practice cold therapy. And I um, just want to remind you that I rep- rec- uh, that I am recording this podcast in August 2020 when we dealing still very with very badly pandemic at this like this is what the main mainstream media are saying when everybody's freaking out getting coronavirus. Uh, so yeah, so this is the eighth pandemic in my life and I survive it again. So proud of myself without getting uh, sick. Another thing that I have on my list when it comes to coping with stress is floating. Uh, floating um, is a sensor deprivation tank with the salty water where you literally float and then you are closing this tank so you don't hear anything and don't see anything. So you, as I said, like sensor deprivated and you can use this also to relax your body when it's um, when there's like a lot of st- uh, tension. Meditate also even more and I really, really love those tanks. This is, for me, this is a and not only game changer when it comes to stress release, but also like recovery after my heavy working out. So it's really, really amazing thing um, to to practice. And if you are in Iceland, you can use the code with my name, Carry Life Art, to uh, experience floatings in a hydra float in, here in Iceland. But if not, just uh, Google for the sensory deprivation floating tanks next to your neighborhood. And if you want to know more about the floating and um, the science-based um, research about the benefits of a floating and how they use it to um, deal with PTSD and depression, uh, you can also listen to my podcast about the floating uh, called The Ultimate Guide to Floating with the owner of Hydra Float, Ryan. So I don't want to go deeper into to this topic. If you are interested, you can also reach me. I can send you the link and some more information about this. But this is super um, nice. You can call it biohack uh, even uh, when it comes to, to stress release. And then I have on, on the uh, stress list uh, tools things like um, journaling or you know, simple stuff, talking to your friends with what bothers you or going for a walk, being into the nature. You are your best coach and trainer. You know what works for you the best. It's a lifetime journey to figure out what works for you because it also may change over a time. But this is worth it to know yourself and know what your mind and body needs to cope with a difficult situation because then whatever happening in your life you are okay. There is nothing that can really make you upset and depressed and feeling you bad. I've been uh, in my life in some rough situation also, and I've experienced a mild depression. 
I wasn't and I was never um, on a, any kind of uh, medication, but I've been working with psychologists when I was going through some um, difficult difficulties. I wish I knew the cold therapy at that time that will help me and all these kind of things that I just mentioned. But I didn't. And I learned this actually over the last three years. I've been experimenting with all of this. May I did meditate at that time. And I think the meditation, yeah, it, it was like second really bad situation in my life. I had the one more before also that was connected mostly, you know, with things like career, you know, not having money or, you know, stressing about this material world. And, you know, if I'm going to have a roof over my head and food to eat and this kind of stuff. At, the, at that time, I knew only the meditation and I know that was helping me a lot. And now I had no much, uh, much more tools and I am practicing them wherever I feel that my mind is freaking out in any kind of like a bad directions and they really help me and as I said I'm going through some very interesting and challenge challenging transition now and I'm looking forward to to see the outcome of this and uh, and talk to you to you about this and kind of uh, share which kind of, of the, those tools I was using to cope with challenges that were coming on the way after the stress um, I'm going to my point number three about uh, what to do to look young, feel young and be young. And that is fitness. What I mean by fitness is nutrition and exercise. So everything connected to diet. Remember that there is no diet that will fit all of us. So the diet should be adjust to your genetics, to your daily duties, to your lifestyle, to what you like it, to what you don't like, to your body shape, to your skin color even sometimes, to your digestive systems, to where your ancestors are coming from. So I really wish you success in discovering what you should eat because it's also a lifetime journey. But for sure there are some principles that I'm talking about in in every podcast, actually, when it comes to diet, I'm going to give you a simple tips. Eat pure food. Number one, it means the food should be simple. Just if you have a carrot or you have a potato even or you have broccoli, there's just one ingredient and you have no doubt, you know, what is this? You know, it's carrot or broccoli and you can make this um, vegetables on so many different tasty ways. You can boil them, cook them, roast them, broil them, grill them. You know, it use spices, olives to make them more tasty. And it is possible and it's not that difficult. And then of course, if you are eating other things like rice or uh, meat, uh, fish, when you're buying this kind of food, also it's supposed to be a piece of meat. So it's not supposed to be, so it's not to be supposed to be some pre-prepared processed dish where you are not really sure, you know, what is inside, but just buy a piece of meat or a piece of fish or eggs. And so this is the basics that I am always encourage people to pay attention to. Just buy pure food, just use spices oils to make the taste it's not that difficult it's super simple fast and easy and I, I can guarantee you that you will not have any um, issues with your diet and nutrition second thing when it comes to 
improving the, the, the eating, the nutrition, the diet is if you have access to things that are organic, grass-fed, grass-finished, no GMO, that will be a perfect thing. That will even up-level your nutrition and diet to the top-notch quality of eating. So first of all, pure food and then quality food. And it doesn't mean that you cannot go for ice cream from time to time or, you know, eat pizza with your friends in the restaurants. That's fine. You know, life is to enjoy it and live it. But just don't make this kind of eating as your daily eating. If you're going to do it once a month or even once a week, that's fine, you know, but just don't eat healthy one day and the other days not eat healthy. So reverse the proportion and focus daily on on the pure food and healthy food. And don't be afraid of fat also. When it comes to diet, I would like to uh, recommend that eating fat supports your brain, cognitive function, and really helps you to have less craving also when it comes to processed and crappy food. This is really lifetime journey to figure out what is the best diet, the best nutrition, because also it changed over time. Our hormones are changing. Sometimes we change the place of living, our job, you know, family, family situation. You know, we have kids for a certain time of our life, then they're growing up and moving out of home. So we eat different things when we have a small kids, when we have teenagers and adolescents. So this is like um, changing over a time. And that's fine. Just I would just recommend you to be aware that there's some new times of the life that you are uh, going to and just adjust what you eat and how you eat or when you eat. And I wish you a good luck with figuring it out. And if you have also any recommendations and observations about what works for you, share that with me. I will be very happy to hear that and hear your story and your experience in this subject. And then under this um, fitness point, I have also exercise. As I mentioned, when it comes to exercise, so whatever sports you do, it's totally fine. So you can do, you know, yoga, you can do weightlifting, you can play uh, sports like basketball, volleyball, wherever, football, uh, soccer, whatever sports you're doing, for sure it's fine. But when it comes to youth improving and procrastinate our getting old, I would recommend to pay attention to sports that will challenge your body to use both uh, sides of the brains. So, for example, things like yoga, uh, yes, they're doing this because sometimes you need to cross your left hand to the right side or right hand to the left side. And uh, this is what activates the both sides of your brain that helps you to think better and have learning benefits if you are also learning something. So this is this one of the sports that you might consider or things like connected with dancing also they require to activate both sides of the body and you know crossing from left to right um tai chi i'm a fan of pole dancing so if you listen to me you probably already know this and the pole dancing also requires to really figuring out where to coordinate how can i coordinate my body to do the certain things so not only i am crossing left side to the right side but i am i need to be often upside down and then crossing my sides and i need to know what I'm doing with my body being upside down. So that even challenging uh, my brain 
more. So just summarizing the subject of uh, fitness, which is nutrition and exercise. So nutrition, eat pure food and exercise, use something that activates both sides of your brain. And then we going uh, to point number four that I have on my list that probably might be the longest and the, the biggest point because it's mindset. Looking young, feeling young and being young, it's your mindset. I don't know if you uh, noticed that, but at the beginning I said that I am 38 years young at this moment. And to be honest, when I am thinking about that, um, my age will have a number four soon um, in it. I'm like, oh, okay, interesting, because I feeling I'm looking better than I used to look when in my 20s. I am feeling better. My body is in better shape, in better health. I'm not experiencing any issue. I don't have any pain. I don't have any medication. I wish like really for everyone in my age, this kind of condition, not only my body is in place, but also my head is in place. I'm coping with challenges uh, in a healthy way, in my opinion, maybe someone can have a different opinion, but I cannot complain for anything at the moment, even though not everything is as I want in my life. You know, I don't complain for anything because I know that I have power ability to change it. And one of the things when it comes to feeling young and the mindset is I would recommend to reinvent yourself every 10 years. For example, change your house, change the change your job, change the city that you are living, change whatever, you know, clothes that you are wearing, or change the sport that you are practicing. And probably I'm as far as I am um, noticing around me, and I'm one of a rare person that really love changes. And when I can meet new people, go to a new place, do something new, I'm always super excited and I always want to do it. And I arrange new people, activities and things in my life every day. Not everybody is like that. I have friends who are saying that they won't go with me somewhere because they don't know anyone. They don't want to go this way because they never went this way. I'm like, yeah, that's why it's good to go this way because we never went this way. So let's see what's there. I'm not judging, you know, we are just different, but it uh, it's up to you. If you are wanting to feel young, be young and look young, well, I would recommend to try new things all the time and learn new things all the time and, you know, meet new people all the time because also you can learn from people new things. And this is so amazing and exciting. And also, if you have younger friends, I have friends who are um, sometimes 15, 20 years younger than me. And we have lots of topics to talk about. I can learn a lot from them. They all can learn from me. And, you know, I don't care about our age difference. If our souls are in aligned, you know, and we can communicate with respect, that's fine. And they also keep me updated on what the younger people are thinking and feeling. Let's just, just summarize uh, some mindset tips for um, being younger. Reinvent yourself every 10 years. Learn new things, try new things change your habits and have younger friends. Never ever say to yourself that you are too old for something or you're too sick for something. 
or you're too depressed to do something, or you're too lazy to do something. You probably heard this uh, quote many times. If you think you can't, you write. If you think you can, you write too. You decide. If you're gonna decide that you're too old for something, yes, then you will be too old. But there are no rules that will say, oh, this person cannot do this in this age. This is only up to you. And I see in my close family uh, that this is the beliefs that they live in. My grandma is like all the time talking that she's too old to do that. She's too sick to do that. And this is how her life looks like. She's basically sitting at home, you know, doing, um, watching TV most of the time. Or me on my Facebook. That's breaking my heart. That's true. But um, I'm not here to tell other people what to do. I'm here to t share my story, to share my experience and let everybody decide that what they want to do and how they want to think. So I wish you will never ever think even that you are too old to do something. You are never too old to try new things. You are never too old to learn new things. You, we as a humans, we are so unique and so powerful. We are not using this power uh, all the time because we are so cut in the material world and we are indoctrinated that this is the most important things in life to cope with job with career with family with money with shopping with traveling with possessing things with owning things and instead of discover our inner world and how powerful emotions and feelings and thoughts can be. We are just focusing on this one realms of the material world we have around. And there's much more. And if you will use any of this um, stress technique I was talking about, you will discover them also because this is what will empower you to really take control over your life. The last thing I have on my list of... Um, feeling young, being young and looking young are relationships, relationship with yourself and with others. So I touched about on this a bit uh, when I was talking the mindset and also all the other points actually, because this is like kind of summarizing all the things that I was talking about before when it comes to relationship with yourself. What are you talking to your, what are you saying to yourself? Are you saying to yourself that you cannot do something or you're too old to do something, meditating, you know, being in the nature, doing things that gives you joy, making you happy. So this is cultivating a healthy, good relation with yourself and that will keep you wrong no matter how old your body gonna be. Believe me, and I'm gonna live 180 years to prove it. And then relationships with others, you know, how do you interact with others? Do you have a deep, meaningful relationships? Do you have friends who are helping you? Do you attract positive people? Are you also helping others and doing good for others? Do you receive a positive feedback from people around you? Do you make other people feel good around you? And that energy will bring you back um, only good things. The last point is your relationship with yourself and with your others. 
And I just realized that maybe when you tuned in to this episode, uh, you were expecting that I'm going to talk about some products uh, that you're supposed to use for your skin or some biohacking machines that you are going into and going out 10 years younger or some, I don't know, sauna session or resorts where they're using different kind of treatments and masks to um, make you look young and everything. And actually, there was nothing about this. There was things that are basically for free. You know, you can take care of your sleep for free. You can take care of your stress for free. You can take care of your fitness and nutrition for free. Of course, you need to provide food somehow. But the simple food you're going to choose, as I was saying, the the cheapest it's going to be. So you you will even benefit on this. And you can also take care of your mindset for free and your relationship to yourself and others. And if you have money to invest and improve those areas, that's even better because you can, you know, go to workshop, uh, summits, conference, hire coach, buy a book, um, listen to the podcast or do other stuff that will requires money to improve this. But you can biohack this financial issue just by reading and educating yourself when it comes to these topics online for free. We are living in this amazing world in 2020 when there's so much information for free and it's just up to you, your own personal decision. Do you want to reach for it? So those things that I mentioned are the basics for me of looking young, being young and feeling young. And if you have this in place, yes, you can reach for some treatments connected to skin, connected to your body, connected to your mindset also. But don't look for external tools and don't expect those tools to make the job and make you younger if you don't have your inner world in place, because what is outside comes from within. And that makes me even chills. I'm so happy that I have opportunity to share this um, in the podcast that I am doing, because this is how it really works. If you hearing this and thinking, okay, she is just bullshitting. I am such a good person. I have amazing career, family, and I'm, I don't know, I have a gray hair or my skin is getting more and more wrinkles. I need some extra treatment. I don't want to get old so fast, wherever. You will get to the point that you will understand one day what I'm talking about, make more sense and brings um, bigger outcome and better effects than the best face cream in the world or the best facial treatment in the world. If you have any doubts, just go over my Instagram and Facebook, look on my pictures, look what I'm doing with your with my body. Look how I'm really, you know, truly speaking to the camera and how what is my energy. And even though you might be much older than me and you might think that I'm a young very young person having 
38 uh, years, look around and look how people in this age look like. And do they really look that young as I do? Because I am training pe many people also as a coach and as a trainer, as a personal trainer. And I am training many younger people than me and they look much older than me. So I know what I'm talking about. And I know I'm walking and living proof that this inner beauty and inner youth shines from within and it's not connected with any biohacking tools because it's bio-optimizing your heart and your mind. And that's it. This is the end. Thank you so much for listening. I'm super happy I made this episode and I hope it brought value to you. I'm looking forward to hear your comment. Please share what you think about this. Are you practicing any of this? Did you get any new information from this? Do you agree with me or do you disagree with you? And as always, share also this episode with anyone who you think might like to listen to it. And stay tuned to my new episodes and new podcast. I'm looking forward to share the story of my transition and making... <sighs> At the moment, it's the biggest dream I ever had. I'm going to make it true. And then I'm going to have one more dream in mind to make it happen. But this is maybe might be for the next year. But at the moment, yes, this month of September 2020, I might make true my big dream. And I will be very happy to share that with you on the podcast uh, in the future episodes. At the end, I just want to remind you that your support, any kind of support, you can donate me from my website or you can just share my episode, leave the comment. This is all very important for me. That makes my podcast um, meaningful, my job, my work with the podcast more meaningful and make me happy. So for you, it's just a few seconds and you can really make my mood, my life, my day better uh, by leaving a comment and sharing. Uh, some of the episodes uh, with your friends and family. So I wish you to stay young, feel young and be young until you die. And I wish you that this is going to be really long time before you die. Thank you so much. You were listening to Body is a Temple podcast with Carrie Lifeheart. Mm -hmm.